Hello, I'm Melanie Riding and this is the Riding Footloose podcast. These podcasts are also available in video and sometimes written format and can be found at youtube.com forward slash riding footloose or riding2nz.com. Thank you for listening and do give me some feedback. I'm always keen to hear your thoughts. Hi and good afternoon, evening, morning, wherever you are. It is the end of the weekend here in New Zealand and what a weekend I have had. What is the date? Second. So we're just just short of seven months post-op and uh, it's been a monster weekend of triumphs. I can't quite believe it. Now, I just want to give you a few contexts. So the, there's two places I've been today that I'll talk about in a moment. Um, one of them is the estuary track. Now, I walked the estuary track for years and I used to walk it right the way around with a group of clients for a while. And then when I started having trouble with my knee replacement knee, I would walk it walk around it with um, walking poles. And then we, I walked around it with crutches. And then when I was having trouble with the, my left foot before I lost the leg, I was walking around it, walking along it with crutches. I wasn't able to get very far and the distance I got was shorter and shorter. And in the end, I couldn't make it 200 meters to the first bird hide with crutches with two feet. So with that context in mind, I just want to share this with you. Saturday, Invercargill Estuary. Keeping perspective on things um, is something that I find hard because I like to move my own goalposts. But today I thought I'd come down to the estuary track. I have got the crutches. I was going to bring the walking poles, but my walking poles need new rubber stoppers. And there's none anywhere in New Zealand. I've called all over the place. So we used the crutches. That's all right. Um, the last time I came down here was a wee while ago. I uh, had a few weeks of pissed offness and never bothered and we've had a lot of crappy weather and I have made it all the way to the turnaround point 1.4 kilometers and it took me 24 minutes 55 seconds and I did not stop anywhere not even to stand for a second literally stopped to look at my watch at one point and that is it um so i'm feeling pretty damn chuffed because i walked past the first seat the second seat and the third seat so even though i walked in the park yesterday and it felt really hard crutches and a wee bit a wee bit slower and just a bit of perseverance um and yeah it just goes to show how much progress i've made because i couldn't have got to the 200 meter marker in the first seat to begin with when i first started whether I can get back without any stops is another question. But if I stop once, then that's that's all right because the last time I walked this, I stopped two, maybe three times. So feeling happy, really happy. Distance two point seven k, fifty minutes. And the second place that I have been, say hi to the cat, is um, Forest Hill. Now Forest Hill was the place that I would go and walk up when I wasn't able to run anymore. The Southland is pretty flat and Forest Hill is short but quite steep and I could yump up it with walking poles at quite a pace and it would give me the same tough feeling as I used to have when I was running. 
So that was my substitution for not being able to run would be to walk up Forest Hill. I was always able to walk up the short end of Forest Hill right up until my knee replacement. I was going up with poles and then crutches and I was actually up Forest Hill the day they called me to tell me what date the knee replacement up would be. Now, I have not been able to walk up that hill for a long time because of the left foot and I was not able to go very far at all. So it's been a really, really long time since I've been to Forest Hill, but one of my goals was to ride a bike and the, uh, and the other one is to be able to walk up Forest Hill. Now, I do not know why this popped into my mind today, but I woke up this morning and thought, I wonder, because yesterday's walk had gone quite well and um, I know that there's a short, uh, Forest Hill's got several intervals on it and there's a, a wetter cave which is like 10 minutes up the hill and then there's a junction which is 15 to 20 minutes up the hill and then there's a loop that takes you to the top after that and it used to take me about 35 to 40 minutes to get to the top. Um, so I thought right I'll go over there and I will just aim to get to the wetter cave and if that 10 minute walk takes me 20 to 25 that's okay because as long as I'm back down again by 50 odd minutes I know that is about my maximum for a walk at the moment in time wise. So here is how it went at Forest Hill. Sunday Forest Hill. Today I've decided to tackle a first. I am at Forest Hill. Now there is no way I can make it to the top of Forest Hill but I might be able to make it up to the wetter cave which used to be about a 10 minute walk so um it should be doable even if it takes me twice as long um to get there and back i am prepared off-road shoes road shoes and off-road feet for my crutches so wish me luck honestly can't remember the last time i came here it's been so long years potentially uh so long that they've actually built uh, blue since I was last here and there's more people in this car park than I've ever seen I used to be the only one that would come here it's taken me 11 minutes to get here the sign said 10 so I can't complain with that. The sign says another 10 to the next junction, which is the junction with the start of the loop track. Um, now, I'm not going any further than that, but this 10, although you can see I'm pretty hot, this 10 actually on the leg was not too bad. It's just this cardio fitness. So I might carry on to the next one. I've made it to the clearing. This is what deconditioning looks like when you have been injured for years and then you have an amputation and you're laid up for months and then you try and get it all back. The road ends for me here. I'm going to go back down. It's another maybe 10-15 minutes up from here. But what I'm surprised about is how far I got the first attempt and how near it is possibly to me getting to the top. Seven months post-amputation. What I've discovered on the way up is the slopes are all right up to a certain degree and then when I get to the max um, flexion of the ankle, uh, max dorsiflexion, then this, the hill starts to become a problem again and I have to imagine I'm on my tiptoes and I have to use my knee more. Let's see how the downhill goes. Bloody happy with that. I didn't expect to be able to get that far at all. Um, 
fills me with lots of hope that uh, although I don't regularly test out my limits, the all the physio and all the hard work is actually paying off and in slowly, slowly I'm, I get, I'm, I'm getting better. Um, but yes, it's a very big mountain, so I need to stop looking at the end goal and start looking at the baby steps. It's a piece of advice I give everyone. I need to listen to my own advice. 3.1k, 102 metres elevation, 45 minutes. So, I have exceeded all my expectations this weekend. Now, this doesn't often happen because my expectations are quite high. Um, but I'm feeling pretty chuffed with both of those things. I had to really concentrate whilst I was walking off-road with this hydraulic ankle. I wanted to see how it would perform. Um, now, I talked about going up the hill uh, in the video, but down the hill, that was an entirely different experience. Now, up the hill was hard on my lungs. And when the hill got too steep, I had to then change what I was doing because it, limit, it, it reached the limits of the ankle's flexion. But going down the hill, I was never going to reach that limit because the hill wasn't that steep. But what I did find is I had to change how I was walking going down a hill. So if you imagine walking down a hill, you would never go down a hill with your knees straight. You would have them slightly bent so that your all the muscles in your legs are taking the load and securing you as you go down the hill. Well, if I, if I walk like that with a prosthetic, what happens is my leg, there's not much leg below the knee, pushes into the front of the socket because you're trying to do the same thing as you would do if you had a foot still. So I ended up, it ended up hurting the front of my uh, leg or the front of the socket um, really quite quickly. So I had to really think about it. Now, this is the first time that it's actually been useful that the hydraulics go at the speed they do. Because what I ended up having to do is walk like normal with my right leg and step with knee locked out with my left leg. So I would step, step with a straight leg and wait for the foot to reach the bottom. And so it was the hydraulic ankle that was doing the work for me. It worked quite well in the end once I'd figured it out, but it was, yeah, it's, it was different, let's say. So that was my weekend. Anything is possible if you set your mind to it. Now, I came, when I came back, I to, um, told a couple of people uh, where, I'd, where I'd just been, they were like, seriously, are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. And I can't wait to see Joel the physio's face when I tell him on Tuesday. Thank you for listening. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback. If there's anything you want to add or any questions you want to ask, please do just get in contact. Otherwise, I'll talk to you again soon.